You're listening to The Wally Show podcast. You can hear the live version every weekday morning through the WayFM app or following along with us at wayfm.com slash Wally. The Wally Show podcast is brought to you by Colorado Christian University Online, where Wally teaches and where you can earn a degree online just like Betty Rock. You can learn more at ccu.edu slash Wally. This podcast is also brought to you by United Faith Mortgage. Let their direct lender advantage save you time and money. Uplifting Way FM. Stories served with a side of Southern sass. You're breaking my hair. I mean charm. Here's Betty Rock. When expecting, parents are frantic about choosing the right theme for the nursery, where the baby will be born, and the most important, what name to give that child. Oh yeah, because you name a child and it can be a rock star name or a name that causes them trouble throughout their lives. <laughs> yeah, fashionable moms and dads tend to follow the fads of the time. So take for instance, the trend that was popular in the 1920s and 30s has come back around again and that is choosing names that could go for a boy or a girl. Okay. For example, Taylor, Charlie, James. Sure. I like Charlie for a girl, actually. I think that's fun. Yeah. In the 80s, J names were the most popular, like Jessica. Of course. And then in the 90s, it was K names, like Kimberly. Mm, Those Karen. Were <laughs> and Karen. <laughs> but this article I found claims a new trend is starting to reveal itself, at least for brand new baby girls, and that is naming them after their great or even greater grandpas. The for not girl gra- name. Yeah, not grandma's, grandpa's. So I guess Eunice uh, as a girl's name as a grandma would be worse than naming your girl Wilbur. Like, <laughs> it feels weird to me. Well, a couple of examples they have include Rudy. <laughs> okay. Gene. Uh, Gene could go either way. Yeah. Jasper. Jasper. That's, I, I can't think of that because that's Gavin's dog's name. Yeah, I can't and, like... Differentiate the two. A girl named Jasmine. Jasmine, yeah. And then Lou, which I actually have as a middle name. You do. That's right. That's great. Yes, but I, I don't, I don't know if. If we're just getting desperate for good names, like we want to stand out, right. or what's going on? You're trying so hard to be different yes. that like your kid's the one that uh, pays reaps, the price. Yeah, really, yeah, I was just say reaps the benefit, but pay the price is better. <laughs> right. And another trend, this is for both genders, is having an ad ad adjective. 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 Having an adjective. Sorry. Adjective chosen as the middle name. So, for instance, you could have Rudy Brave, or you could have Gene Epic, or you could have Jasper Sincere. Or Lou Supreme. Yeah. Yeah, Lou Supreme. Supreme. Oh, my goodness. Or Lou Adjective. (laughs) (laughs) Betty Lou Adjective. (laughs) That's kind of, you know, that that one, like with the weird name that seems like super off, like that, like epic, you know, Mm -hmm. like naming your kid, giving them that a middle name, because then if they do become famous, they can just go by it and it's not a big deal. Uh, But if not, they're not a third grader and and people poking them with a stick going, you're not epic, you're not epic, you're not epic. (laughs) So I think the middle name being something like that is kind of cool. I Like, I would consider doing that again. Yeah, middle names, I feel like you have more leeway, but yeah. when it comes to first names. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we actually gave my daughter her middle name Houston because of how the lineage of uh, George Washington's watch that we have in our family, it goes to the next person with Houston in their name, mm-hmm. and that was, we intentionally named her Houston for that, and it have Haley because I like alliteration. So, <laughs> that's how she got her names. <laughs> 
Uplifting Play FM. This is the Wally Show. And the other day I was outside working on like my deck. I'm rebuilding some stuff, and all of a sudden you hear the like tornado sirens going off. And so I'm looking up in the air, and I'm like, oh, it doesn't look that bad yet. I'll, I'll keep going a little longer. <laughs> and typically, if you don't know this, when the sirens, tornado sirens, are going off, that means we actually see circulation. Really? There's rotation in the air, and it the 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 chemistry, the weather is right for it to make ground contact. Okay. I did not know that. I figured it was like a, hey, just a thought. We might <laughs> no, see one not. of these. So. No, no, no. That's what the tornado watches are oh, for. But okay. the tornado warnings okay. are there as a rotation. Because I'm up on a ladder. I'm like, oh, like I'm like looking around like, it's not that big. You know, but I, 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 <laughs> it's I, not that big. <laughs> I know. I, I'm that guy that's going to die because I don't heed a warning. I promise you that. And so. Typical I, male. I know. And so like I kept working on stuff and things like that. And then like we had just had this roof done and I started like, oh, Lord, please don't let it take this. Uh, roof like this has been such an ordeal like eight months in the process to get this thing done and and, and as I thought about it though and, and I had like this serious thought when you see trouble on the horizon in the form of like a natural disaster take, take Hurricane Ian for example and it you, you watch it coming in and everyone starts praying Everybody's praying at the same time. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord, please, please don't let this hit us. Please don't let this hit us. Oh, let this go somewhere else. But in asking God or petitioning God to let it go somewhere else, then it's hitting someone else. And they're praying the same thing. Let it hit the people south of us. The people south are going, let it hit the people north of us. Like It's just this weird prayer that you're praying and i don't know that that's like the right prayer to pray in a in a disaster you know what i mean does that make yeah. sense to you yeah it is that complicated prayer cuz we're always told we need to pray specifically yes <laughs> and also pray constantly right and so how do you pray how do you pray for that like yeah. please don't let it hit my house but hit that house right. over there because it's going to hit somebody it's not like i mean like i mean you could pray oh let this thing dissipate and and stay out over water which would be great but it just doesn't happen you know for the most part they come in and they hit things that's what hurricanes do <laughs> that's the price of living in this world and i am curious like i'm i'm really curious maybe you were in florida and you went through this how did you pray you know, or when you see these storms coming, how do you pray? What do you pray for in those? Like, I literally, I, I literally pray to, like, uh, Lord, I, I get it. Like, if this is going to hit somebody, I mean, I, mine losing this roof is not a big deal. Like, I, I can rebuild it. I have the means. It's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I kind of relinquished it and let it go. Uh, but, you know, it, it, and, and fortunately, it didn't. Uh, so that was <laughs> nice. I appreciate that. Um <laughs> But does but, that mean you prayed for the people that it did impact? Right, yeah. And so that's what I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just curious. Know. Like, in these situations, how do you pray? Do you pray, Lord, please let it hit somewhere else, not here? Or do you pray differently? So 855-33-WAY-FM is the number. We love having you on the show, especially with, like, thoughts like this and perspective. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. 855-33-WAY-FM. I'm curious. Like, a big hurricane comes in. How do you pray for that? Right. So I've lived in Florida all my life. So we have been through numerous hurricanes, numerous scares, some that were terrible and some that we, you know, escaped narrowly and all that kind of stuff. And I think the way to pray is that obviously, Lord, protect us, protect our loved ones, make it take the path of least destruction and know that 
there's a reason for everything, even though we don't understand it. Yeah, I think for me, you know, more than praying for the path of it, because it's going to hit somebody. That's just the way hurricanes work, you know. And so for me, I think maybe the concept is praying God just be there for people that are affected by this, whether it's me or somebody else. Help us seek you, find you, give us peace in the midst of the chaos and and in the fear. Right, and draw people closer to him. Because he uses all the messed up stuff. I mean, he could he could prevent it, but he doesn't all the time, you know. And so that's the hard part of of faith. And so I guess that's what you just have to pray for is pray that somehow people will be drawn to him as a result of this. Exactly. When you see things like this, how do you pray for them? So I can't say I've never had those thoughts, but um, I try to focus my prayer on just protection of my family, keep us safe, and asking the Lord after the destruction, you know, to use us if we've had no damage and we have uh, come out safe and He's answered our prayers, to use us in any way that we can to help those who, who need it, uh, who have the destruction, and just to be His light to those around us. I will say that after a natural disaster, the church is usually at its best. That's where people are getting help. Like it's it's believers that are doing it, you know, themselves like you're talking about or bound together through church, you know, getting people mm-hmm. help and things like that. And, and stuff does point to God after these events because mm-hmm. it's one of those things people look for a lot of answers because you feel totally helpless when you've lost everything and you need people mm-hmm. to love on you. And that's maybe when they're most receptive to hearing about Jesus when someone's meeting that need for them. Absolutely. Us being his hands and feet, thats he'll use anything, even the worst situation, to his glory if we allow him and ask him to use us. Absolutely, Missy. I appreciate the call, and I love having these conversations because I think they're important. And that's one of the things we do here at WayFM is we talk about life and we talk about real things and, and even questions that we have when it comes to faith. And we appreciate the people that support this ministry and allow us to keep doing that. So thank you. Hey, speaking of that, we are coming up on Support Drive uh, next week. And if you want to help your WayFM get kicked off, uh, we have somebody that put up a $55,000 mega match there. And what that means is every gift you give is going to be matched dollar for dollar until support drive starts. So if you gave $500, it would become $1,000. And so it's a pretty big shot in the arm and a boost for your way FM. And if you've been listening to support drives in the past and never gotten involved, maybe now is your chance to have your gift doubled and make that difference. All you have to do is text the word give that's G I V E give to 91979 and we will send you a link. Uplifting Way FM, this is The Wally Show. we got Pastor Chad from the Prayer Wall with us, our prayer and care team there at wayfm.com. And we are moving into Support Drive next week. And so uh, you said you have something you kind of wanted to share about this. You know, giving money is always that topic that either is filled with lots of guilt yeah. or obligation or any of those sort of things. And now we're coming into Support Drive, and I know people feel that here. When you were a pastor and you had to do sermons on time, Tithing. Did you just hate that? I avoided it. Yeah. In fact, I had to get counsel about it because it was about five years in and we just needed more money. And I came under the realization that for me not to teach on it is also bad on my end because it is something the Bible talks about a lot. It's true because it's one of the things we fight, but it also, when you let go of that part of your life, it can actually connect you deeper to God. As crazy as that sounds, yeah. when you follow through, when he's put something on your heart that is hard for you to do, it connects you to him. In fact, 
uh, just this last week, I was l- reading the scripture, and I was in Ephesians chapter 1, and this verse stood out to me, and it actually doesn't have anything to do with money, but it has everything to do with sacrifice and giving. In Ephesians 1, there Paul is telling the church that we're just going to praise God for the salvation we have and the work that God did on our behalf through Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. Well, in that, th- it said this verse, and it stood out to me. It says, this is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. It stood out because here is God demonstrating the true meaning of sacrifice. And it says he wanted to do it and it brought him great pleasure. And it just reminded me that no matter what we do, whether it's serving other people, whether it's giving our money, is it something we want to do? I've told people constantly that like WayFM, you know, we do support drives and they get taken care of and people are there mm-hmm. and, and, and somebody's going to step up. But you miss out on a blessing if it's something you yeah. feel like you're supposed to do and you don't do it. Then it, it that's a that's a thing for you more so than Way FM, you know, and so that's kind of the thought going into this, and we're hoping that people will you know take advantage of that and maybe even help out early as we have this fifty five thousand yeah. dollar pre support drive launch match because uh, we start next week with support drive and you could get in now and have your gift doubled and and be doubly happy yeah. a double cheerful giver there uh, by texting the word give to nine one nine seven nine and I would just say look if if money is an area you struggle in having control over, mm-hmm. maybe step out in faith and test God in this area and see what it does inside of you. So maybe that's uh, something that lands with you today. I don't know. But if you want to help out, text the word GIVE, G-I-V-E, to 91979, and we'll send you a link. And as always, man, thank you so much for what you do for your way FM. Coffee shops, poolside, back porch, picnic table at the park, at your kid's soccer practice. Just about anywhere can be your classroom when you decide to go back to school online at Colorado Christian University. I know I got my degree online and I actually did a homework at a campsite. I was uh, sitting around a campfire writing a paper. That is where I did some of my work that weekend. So life doesn't have to stop just because you go back to school to better yourself. You can work towards this future and this goal that you want to accomplish, and it doesn't have to totally consume you or derail your normal life with friends, your family, or what have you. And you can earn accredited degrees from Colorado Christian without ever setting foot on campus. So there really shouldn't be an excuse to not going back to school. If it's something you really want to do, you can do it. And all you have to do is go to ccu.edu slash Wally to learn more. And the other really important thing is that Colorado Christian is committed to cultivating the mind without compromising the heart. So check it out, ccu.edu slash Wally. Uplifting WayFM. News can be a little heavy, so we like to do news-ish. Here's Wally. Ish. So if you're feeling the pinch of inflation, maybe you want to take another job or, you know, or go back to work. And here's some good news. Amazon is hiring for the holidays. They always do this. They they beef up during the holidays because so many people buy and shop online. And so they're going to hire 150,000. Whoa! 150,000 full and part-time seasonal employees across uh, their warehouses ahead of the holiday season. How many like other companies in this world actually have yeah. to start 150,000 people. That's just the extra people they're bringing in. Yeah, like we have a couple hundred yeah. like total, you know, in our in, in both of our ministries that are together with Hope Media Group and 150 thousand jobs like your odds of getting a job at that point are pretty good if you got passed up you'd yeah. be like what's wrong with me yeah you're like I, like i'm not meant to work <laughs> you know <laughs> uh you know i think here's a thing too um you're gonna start off at like an average of 19 bucks an hour so they're actually paying well what? as really well good. 
Yeah, and so they announced that uh, it's going to raise the average pay for frontline workers uh, by a dollar as well. So maybe, you know, not a bad thing. Uh, if that doesn't pan out for you, or maybe there's not an Amazon near you where you could work at, Walmart said they're going to hire about 40,000 uh, workers this year uh, for the season. That's great. And I mean, I I feel like jobs are available everywhere right now. Because of COVID, people kind of dropped out and stuff. But it makes me wonder, what are those people doing? You yeah. know, the ones that used to work in food-related industries? Yeah, how are there what? only four people working at my Walmart right now? <laughs> yeah. And but, none of them want to run a register. Right. Well, all I'm saying is that if you're working in the food industry and you're tired of it, Amazon or Walmart yep. could be your, you know, way to get out. There you go. So some extra holiday pay could be yours. So hopefully that helps you out if you've been looking for something to do. Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show, and Betty Rock has been uh, reading a lot. Like you've been reading a lot of books and, and kind of taking what you learn and trying to change me. And I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to use my time wisely, and one yeah. of those ways that I'm doing that is by reading books that are about our faith. And so one of the ones that I'm reading through for a second time is Joyce Meyer's Battlefield of the Mind, because I'm always catching myself in this negative spiral or that I act out of the thoughts that I'm having in my head. And typically, I don't like that person. I know that I could be better. Um, one of the chapters, it talks about how vital it is to have a positive um, thinking pattern instead of a negative. So Proverbs 23, 7, it says, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. So the Bible is laying out how important it is to really think about your thinking patterns. And so um, one of the things that she said is positive minds produce positive lives. Negative minds, of course, produce negative lives. Positive thoughts are always full of faith and hope. Negative thoughts are always full of fear and doubt. Or reality. One of the two. (laughs) Fear and doubt. So she made me start thinking like, you know, we're we're told we need to renew our minds daily. And so if I want to live a godly life, a Christian life, one that tells other people around me, man, she's got something that I want then I need to have a positive way yeah. of thinking instead of a negative way. Because you see those people that just, it just radiates from them, yes. their faith and stuff like that. And you're like, wow, that's amazing. It's it's contagious, you know? Right. And some people say, you know, well, I am this way because of the things that have happened to me in the past. And while that is a legitimate, you know, cause for having those negative thoughts, also, the, the the Bible says that God has renewed you. He has made you a new person. And so if that's the case, then we should be living out of an abundance of joy, of hope. Mm-hmm. So speaking from the glasses half full per, or uh, half empty perspective, yes. uh, I'd love to know, like, what is that moment that you realized you had to change that negative mindset because I get consumed by it and, and I get it like under pressure too is where what's really in your heart comes out like yeah. and, 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 it, and it does and so I'm curious about this yeah because I mean typically if you think about it the times where you acted in a way that you didn't like it was because you were had already in your mind that negative right outlook and so it makes you think okay I need to change that way of thinking 
so that my quality of life is actually better for not only me, but those around me. So maybe you've already kind of made that mental switch in your head. You're like, yeah, I'm so glad I did. So for other people like Gavin, who's like just negative as all get out. <laughs> That's me. Negative Nelly. <laughs> That's me. Debbie Downer. All right. One of us here. Uh, so like, 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 did you ever have that moment where you realized, okay, I'm in a really negative spot and I need to change this. And how'd you do it? I'm really curious. 855-33-WAY-FM. Asking for a friend. 855-33-WAY-FM. So for you, Kayla, what was that thing that happened that made you realize, you know what, I have a negative pattern that I need to change? Um, I was actually with my now ex-husband, and he was treating me not so great. And I felt myself getting into that uh, mindset of, I'm not good enough, I deserve this. And I just kept like talking down on myself. At one point, I was just like, this is not healthy. I deserve better than this. And what I love about this too, Kayla, is that you found hope through God. But when we come to God and we say, hey, in this relationship, I'm not feeling like I have any quality, like any, that I'm not good enough. He tells us that we are good enough. And so through exactly. him, we can find our identity. And then we act out of a, of a mindset of, I am good enough. And that won't lead me into making bad decisions when it comes to relationships, like getting in poor relationships or getting into situations where, well, I might as well settle for this because I don't deserve any better. I, th I think the big question for me is, you know, you were in this marriage where you felt like you were being uh, degraded and held down and, and it was a bad mental space for you. Did you break that cycle? Because I've seen people return and, and go to the same man again and again and again, like uh, the same different guy, but same guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I've broken the cycle, thankfully, with God's help. I deserve more than this. Have you ever had that moment where you're like, I realize I need to make a change here? Yes, I was a very, very bitter and a negative person because of things that had happened in my childhood. And so um, the Lord just was so gracious to bring to me the, that I needed to change. And in that change, I needed to forgive. Sometimes people think forgiveness excuses the event, and so therefore they withhold it. But forgiveness is for the change in our own heart. It's hard to forgive because you feel like you're saying what they did to you was okay. But in reality, forgiving helps you release everything so you can live a better life. That's exactly what happened to me. Once I was able to forgive that person, my life began to change. You know, I'm a positive person now and I actually have joy and it's not the bitterness is not there. Yeah, that's one of the things we talk about all the time is that, you know, uh, the music that we play here at WayFM can make a difference, a positive change in your life, too, and help some of these changes to remind you of who you are and who God is and that God is bigger than all of our problems. And we love being able to play that stuff. And when people support this ministry, we get to keep having conversations like this and we get to play songs that matter to people. And we have a uh, opportunity right now to get ahead of our support drive next week. Uh, somebody put up a $55,000 match, which means means every gift you give is going to be matched dollar for dollar, which is kind of a, a cool thing. Because if you didn't know it, WayFM is a listener-supported station, so the only way it's able to be on the air is because of people like you stepping in and doing your best gift. When you text 91979, text the word GIVE 
to 91979. We'll send you a link on how you can get involved and take ownership in making sure you keep uplifting music for people through your Way FM. Uplifting Way FM, this is The Wally Show. Uh, Mr. Beats, that's my rap alter ego, <laughs> is about to make uh, another appearance here on the show. Uh, I noticed that DC Talk, kind of, Toby did a song with Michael and Kevin from DC Talk, and it's really good. And they kind of recaptured some of the old spirit of DC Talk. But then there was something missing from it. Back in the day, there would have been a rap from Toby in it. Mm-hmm. And like, here's a little bit of what the new song sounds like. What do we do with this face? Toby would have come in and rapped here, and there just isn't. I listened to the whole song, and I'm like, there's no rap. It's missing that. And so I thought maybe he just didn't have time to get to it, didn't think about it. So I thought, okay, I'll write one. Yes! Put it in here. Yes! And we can give it to him to see what he thinks about it. I love this idea. (laughs) Yeah, and and like I've started performing live again, and and (laughs) Betty always is wanting to see me fail. And so if I nail this... Can I I do the intro? You sure can. Please do the honor. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, if you look up the word desperation (laughs) in Webster's Dictionary, you might find... This person's photo, it's Miss Beats. I'm going to nail this, I hope. Here we go. What do we do with this space between us? What do we do with this space between us? We don't have to be like Mars and Venus. Like a mom and feed us. What? It's how it ought to be in perfect harmony. Bezos and Branson sharing out of space. Trump and Biden learning about grace. Being known for how we love, not who we love to hate. Disagree agreeably could actually eliminate the space. Space, 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 there you go. So it's a lot of space. It got a little political. Yeah, because that's lie. that's what the whole song is about. It's about it? there's a space between us, and we gotta get that back. And in our relationships, and you know, I don't, I don't know if they're ready to handle politics yet, but I, I think we need to. I think there needs to be a bigger space between this performance <laughs> and the next <laughs> Miss Beats performance. Uplifting Way FM. If you're a little sluggish in the morning, then news-ish is your speed. You burned your foot on a Foreman grill. I like waking up to the smell of bacon. Sue me. It's the Wally Show. What you got, Gavin? We've all heard that phrase, honesty is the best policy. But I think as we get older, I think we've all realized that there are some honest opinions that are better fit to be left alone or held to yourself. Yeah, I know people are like, I want the truth. Just give me the truth. And that line from A Few Good Men, you can't handle <laughs> you the can't truth. Handle yes. Like, I think that's so true. I mean, now, truth needs to be given out, like, kindly, yes. you know, I guess, too. I, how you deliver that truth is yeah, important. Yeah, your tone. Yeah. yeah. There's a time and place for anything, sure. and I think that that is a difficult concept for some people to understand, but very difficult for kids to yeah, understand. Yes. There's a new study that found parents tell kids to always tell the truth, but don't actually want them to be that honest. And then by doing that, you might be sending mixed signals by punishing them for being too honest in the scenario. Oh, man. Yeah, you, like, kids... 
Uh, we, we do a segment on the show called Are You Kidding Me? Where we just talk to kids. And I love it because they're just honest a lot of times. And the things they say, you're like, wow, that was that was direct. That was uh, but, brutal. Yeah, <laughs> but, but thank you, you know. Yeah, and it, it's part of a parent's responsibility to, like, guide a kid into finding, like, where honesty is socially acceptable. Right. You don't want a kid to tell lies. But one example they give was what, let's say, a kid gets a present and they open it, and it's not exactly what they want. Right. They're like, I don't want this. It's ugly. Right. Like, that is them being honest, which you want them to be, but that's a situation where maybe you hurt someone's you're, feelings. Yeah, you're like, Sally, you can't say that. Be nice. And you're like, you told me to be honest. Exactly. You know? <laughs> or you say, like, grandma's like, so what does mama think about how I've decorated the place? And the oh, little girl's yeah. like, my mama says you're terrible, and she doesn't like you right. at all. Exactly. You're like, <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, I know, it's tough, man. It's tough to navigate with kids for sure. Yeah, but I think that it's something that, especially for us with Faith being able to, like you said earlier, they said that like t- parents teaching kids to use honesty and kindness and mesh those two yeah. things together is more important than always having your opinion be the first thing that's heard. Yeah, kindness has to, to go uh, coincide with it. I think that's yes. a really good note. It's like, yeah, you can be honest, but then you have to figure out how to be kind with that honesty. And it does seem like a yeah. thing that would be hard to teach a three-year-old. Oh, absolutely. Sometimes it's hard to teach a 53-year-old. Exactly. <laughs> Uplifting Way FM. This is The Wally Show. And recently there was a storm that had come through and I was outside working and I noticed it was getting closer. There were uh, storm sirens going off and I just kind of kept doing my thing. And uh, if I saw it coming, then I was going to run. I had a plan. Uh, But apparently, Betty Rock has a roommate, uh, Nicole, who took the... The warning way more seriously than I she did. She took an opposite approach. Yes. So she heard the tornado sirens going off, and she promptly put on her shoes. <laughs> um, she was already in her pajamas. Okay. But she put her shoes on, and I said, why? And she said, well, because my mom has always told me when a storm comes, you need to have your shoes on in case you need to run. There you go. Even if you're in bed, put them shoes on. <laughs> and, I mean, it does make sense, but it was just kind of like... That's crazy. Yeah, but you know when you think about it, if this, if there's debris after a storm, you know things are down or you know like the house is damaged, there'd be nails and sharp things all over. And so having some shoes on, not bad mom advice. I know it's a good mama rule. Yeah, that's I, for sure. I think so. I think so. So are there other mama rules that you uh, still live by today? Because how old is Nicole? She's thirty-eight. Okay, so same right right around your age, and so she still does this as a thirty-eight-year-old woman. <laughs> you know, sometimes what mom. Mama says yep. it just gets ingrained in your mind and you never leave it till the day you die. 855-33-WAY-FM. That's how you can be on the show with us. We love having you on. I am curious if there is a mama rule that you still hold on to to this day and that you still uh, find yourself going, oh, and who knows, maybe they make sense too. I'd love to hear the rule right now. 855-33-WAY-FM. So for you, Melissa, what is that mama rule that you still live by to this day? So my mama rule is in the kitchen. Whenever I was helping mama in the kitchen, she would say, clean up as you go. So if we're cooking, anytime you can clean anything up, anytime you're done with anything, you are supposed to clean up as you go because it will make your job a lot easier when you're finished with whatever you're cooking. Now, Melissa, I agree with you. Nope. Um, but I know that Wally does not. His wife, Marty, lives by this rule when she's cooking. But if 
ever Wally finds himself in the kitchen, he is going to leave a tornado mess behind him. Yeah, you clean it up after because if you're constantly cleaning during it, then you're constantly washing things, washing your hands, then drying your hands, starting over again, (laughs) you know, and it just takes more time. Leave it all, wash it all at one time. Sure, you're more like the Tasmanian devil. Absolutely, (laughs) absolutely. And he looks like him too. Well, I just can't get that voice out of my head. Mama's saying clean up as you go, so I still do that today. Uplifting Way FM, this is the Wally Show. We're all on the launch pad here for Flashback Friday and the Time Machine getting ready to go. we got to find uh, Brian. Oh, good. Betty Rock has pulled him up on our communication device. Hey, is this Brian? This is so stupid. <laughs> yes, it is. This is Wally from the Betty Rock Show? Yes, it is Wally from the Betty Rock Show. Absolutely. <laughs> Nice. I can tell this is going to be a fun one. Hey, you know, I, I was all set to call you a young whippersnapper because you were born so much later than me. But How old are you? Oh, I'm only 63. So. Only 63. So you've been driving uh, for a long time. First time ever piloting a time machine? <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, good. It's it, Trust me, it's really not that hard. I just make it look difficult so no one will want to be the captain. So uh, what song do you want to take us back in time to? It's an important one to me. It's by For King and Country, Fix My Eyes. Ooh, this is a good one. What year do I have to set the time machine to, Betty Rock? 2014. That was the year that Taco Bell decided, hey, it's time for us to have a breakfast menu. Oh, that was not necessary. <laughs> I don't know. I don't hate it. Oh, Gavin I love it. and I like it. Yeah, yeah no, I'm not a fan. <laughs> if I could go back in time, I'd go to 2013 and I would end Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, my, wow. Mm. Okay. Well, Brian, why did you pick Fix My Eyes? You have great taste in music. This is around the time that I had gotten into a church that helped me learn about having a relationship with Jesus instead of just believing in it. And the worship there, I was seeing that there was a lot of music that I was unfamiliar with but really enjoyed. And so I started checking some of it out. And then when I found this one, it's a very powerful, upbeat song that even if you're not worshiping when you listen to it, it still makes you feel better, gets you motivated. It kind of brought me into this modern Christian music, which I had not previously been exposed to. Well, Brian, you have great taste in music. It's an awesome song. It's Fix My Eyes by For King and Country, all the way back to 2014 on Flashback Friday. I appreciate it. parent of like a little kid I think has gotten a lot harder than when I was raising my daughter. She's 23 now and ah man, I gotta tell you, the decisions you have to make and the things you have to monitor and protect your children from today has gotten a lot harder. What do you give them that's still entertaining but also aligns with your values? You know, we've talked about Way FM being a product that you don't have to filter but like if you got Netflix in your house, you gotta have the filter on. And even Disney Plus, you have the same problem. Oh boy, I'll tell you, Disney Plus has been disappointing to me as a parent and some of the things they've chose to put on there and like you gotta watch it you know mm-hmm. and that's why it's so nice to have something if I was raising little kids I would do Pure Flix subscription man because you've got content on there that you're not having to filter out and as a parent I mean I know we want to be involved in our kids lives but sometimes you need to park them in front of the TV and take <laughs> 10 minutes to yourself that's why Pure Flix is a great option for uh, families you got family stuff obviously they're even dabbling in some drama uh, yes and uh, Pure Flix originals like I saw the uh, movie 
movie on their uh, strong fathers, strong daughters. And I have to tell you, you cried. I, I did. There was three <laughs> times. Not once, three times. I did. I wept and uh, I was moved, and it was a great movie. And I think if I was raising my child now, I think Pure Flix would be definitely a part of my family's entertainment plan. So if you'd like to try Pure Flix, text Pure, that's P U R E, to 91979 to get your one week free trial. Faith and Family Entertainment with no ads on your favorite devices. Uplifting Way FM. If it ain't broke, it's what your people magazine would sound like with a southern accent. Don't fix it. It's The Rock Report with Betty Rock. I'm sure it can be tiring when celebrities are bombarded by fans, when they just want to enjoy whatever it is they're doing in peace, but these people are asking for photos or asking for autographs. But when a physically disabled 13-year-old boy spotted actor and comedian Jack Black and approached him in his wheelchair to try and tell Jack how much he loved his movie School of Rock and the song In the End of Time. Nice. The kid has good taste. From that film, that it was his favorite. Jack was obviously touched by the boy's praise, and he actually took the time to have some one-on-one time with this boy. He got down on his level and started singing the song with him. That's awesome. You can kick me out of the band. I, I, I love School of Rock. It was one of my favorite movies. <laughs> but I think it's just so sweet that, you know, Jack Black comes across as someone that's, you know, funny comedian and, and yeah. blah, blah, blah. But when he actually shows some feeling, you know, right. towards this kid, I'm, that made his day, his year, his oh, life. Oh, absolutely. You know? And you know the parents are so oh, appreciative. Because sure. anytime anyone does anything for your kids, it's great. And if you have a kid that has special needs and, you know, and somebody does something nice for them and makes their day, it, it means I think that much even more to you, mm-hmm. you know. And, and the fact that he took his time and did that, like yes. that's a stand-up guy. That's a sign of a good person, mm-hmm. you know. So there you go. That's going to do it for your Rock Report. Thank you, Lady Rock. Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show. We got a brand new game we're going to try out today. This is the first time we've ever played it. It's called Beat Betty Rock's Brain. Whoa. Yeah. Because. Sounds a little like a threat. No, 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 no. Because they're trying to beat your brain, they're going to take you on. And you are a formidable... Academically. Yes, you are a formidable opponent mentally. And so uh, there's going to be a challenge that you throw out. And uh, here's how it works. Basically, I'm going to give you each, someone who calls, and you, the same questions. We're going to have you step out of the room. We're going to take their answers first. We have 60 seconds. You'll come back in. I'll give you the same five questions. And then if you win more uh, points than they do, you win. They do not get a prize. But if they beat Betty Rock's brain, they win a prize. Got it? Okay. What do I win? You win nothing. Yeah. There, oh. Yeah. yeah. This is, there doesn't sound like there's much win in here. I mean, not literally. for you. It's for other people. Oh, yeah. I have to think of others. Yeah. Hey, there it is. I, have to, <laughs> I love how she has to be reminded. Oh, yeah, that's right. I have to think of others. <laughs> My bad. Uh, here are some of the categories for you. Uh, we're going to cover literature, okay. uh, which you're well read now. Mm-hmm. Uh, countries. Oh, good luck. <laughs> no, uh, I thought you were just going to say country. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, no. TV. 
He watches that. And historical uh, Roman Empire influence on subsequent regimes and dynasties. <laughs> you know that, right? Yeah. No? no? Okay, well, no. if you happen to know a little bit about that, uh, then you're in good shape. Like, here's an example question, okay? So yeah. this is what, let's just, I want to take a barometer and see how yep. you're doing today. Uh, which is farther north, Newfoundland or Great Britain? What do you think? Well, because I thought it was pronounced Newfoundland. Okay. I'm I think it go. is. Newfoundland? I think you could say, well, I don't know. Uh, this uh, is something I don't know because I've heard it both ways. Okay. And truth be told, I thought they were two different places. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should be taking me on, maybe. <laughs> Have you heard of a place called yeah. Newfoundland? Newfoundland. Newfoundland. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I'm not sure, honestly. <laughs> I have to Google Let's that. go with Newfoundland. Okay. I like it. Uh, no, that is wrong. Great ah. Britain is actually farther north. I had to look it up. Do you have any idea where it is? No. Okay, it's northeast of Quebec. So it's above Nova Scotia and everything like that. Is it like below Newfoundland? I, I don't know. <laughs> I still don't even know if they're one and the same. I'm, so sometimes my ignorance is just on full display for everybody. Thank you for that. All right, so you're going to beat Betty Rock's brain. Good luck to you. We need somebody to call that wants to take her on. you got a WayFM prize pack on the line. 855-33-WAYFM. That's 855-33-WAYFM if you want to play now. Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show. Beverly, welcome to Beat Betty Rock's Brain, where you're going to take her on, and if you get more questions right than she does, you will win a prize. Editorial note here: uh, Newfoundland and Newfoundland apparently are the same place. <laughs> uh, when we did the example round, I wasn't sure, and I thought, are they different? They, they're spelled completely differently, but is the same place. Hmm. So, too bad you're not taking me on, Beverly, because you probably knew that would beat me, right? But yeah, I knew it wasn't Newfoundland. I knew it was Newfoundland. Yeah, she's like, no, I'm not an idiot. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. Betty Rock, will you leave and close the door, please, so you cannot hear? And I'm going to give Beverly her five questions. And then Betty Rock is going to get the same five questions, and we'll see who wins. So here we go. Betty Rock is out of the room. You have 60 seconds. Your questions start now. Beverly, who played the role of Charles on Charles in Charge? Oh. You can pass if you need to. Okay. What is the uh, leaf that is depicted on the national flag of Canada? The Canadian maple leaf. Okay. Uh, Let me see. The March of Dimes was originally founded to help find a vaccine for what disease? Muscular dystrophy. Which author created the character of Tom Sawyer? Running out of time. Next question. Okay. How is the number 20 written in Roman numerals? I don't know. Okay. Oh, boy. I did terrible. Okay. Well, you got one right. You probably still would have beaten me. Uh, I've got to get Betty Rock back in here. We'll have Gavin go get her. Okay. Okay. We got Betty Rock here. Okay. So, Betty Rock, uh, I'm not going to tell you how many you have to get right but I will tell you, it shouldn't take you too long to beat her. Uh, oh, okay. So she didn't get many. Beverly struggled a bit. So here we go. You have 60 seconds, okay. and uh, your time starts now. Who played the role of Charles on Charles in Charge? Uh, Bob Barker. Okay, you can pass, too. <laughs> what type of leaf is depicted on the national flag of Canada? Maple. The March of Dimes was originally founded to help find a vaccine for what disease? Polio. The author of Tom Sawyer is? Bill Gates. Uh, how is the number 20 written in Roman numerals? 
no. That is wrong. Well, I feel pressured. Well, let's go through some answers here real quick. The Roman numeral 20 is XX. Neither of you got that. Mark Twain is the author of Tom Sawyer. That's what I meant. Neither of you got that. Um, who played Charles in Charge? Scott Bayo. Oh. Neither of you got that. Uh, what type of leaf is depicted on the Canadian national flag? Maple leaf. Hey! You both got that. And the March of Diamonds was originally founded to help find a vaccine for what disease? Polio what? is right. Betty what? Rock got it. What? Beverly did not. Betty, you won beat <laughs> Betty's brain. Wait. I mean, I think yay. You beat your own brain. <laughs> yay. <laughs> Hey, I'm sorry, Beverly. She was a tough competitor today. I mean, getting two out of five right. Who could do that? Uh, and so uh, we're going to send you a lovely party gift for playing along with us. All righty. Thank you, guys. Love you. Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show. And we had country artist Walker Hayes on. And you might know him from his TikTok famous song, Fancy Like. Yeah, we fancy like Applebee's on a date night. But the reason we had him on actually was for this song that he wrote called Craig. Yeah, I know. He sounds cool, right? Not your typical kid from Sunday school, right? I still ain't figured out church yet. But Craig, I get. And it's all about how this guy Craig showed him tangibly the love of Jesus before Walker was a Christian and the impact that it made on him in actually leading him to faith. And so we had him in and we were kind of talking about like what got him there and, and a little bit of his faith story. I was an alcoholic. I mean, I drank sun up to sun down for about a year solid, you know, and there was a point where we would be riding home from Craig's house with my wife. And I would literally ask her, why do you think these people love us so much? One thing that kind of infuriated me was that he was a Christian. I had lower expectations for believers based on my past. And then, uh, you know, he gave us the vehicle. Like the song says, he did show up in my son's baseball game with the title and the keys in his hand. I began to write this song and I just want to say I love you. Thank you for, for, for the gift of your kindness. Whatever you got, I don't know what it is, but you, you, like the song says, you might actually know some dude named Jesus. And then flash forward to he finds faith and he has that moment where God's dealing with him and he just kind of breaks. And Craig was there to share that moment with him as well. Like, it's just a really cool story. I just got goosebumps, actually. <laughs> like, I like the stories of, like, tough guys, per se, breaking before God and, and, and giving in, you know, kind of thing and following him. And it's just it's really cool. And you can see the entire interview. There's some funny and fun stuff as well, too. Um, uh, but if you want to see the whole thing, you can just text us. Yeah, just text the word Walker to 91979. That's W-A-L-K-E-R, Walker, to 91979, and we will send you that link. Uplifting Way FM, this is The Wally Show. And the other day, we had Torn Wells, who uh, is a favorite artist of ours here on the show. Make way through the You also know him from his song Hills and Valleys, and 
I think he and and I, I I think you guys would agree with me. He is one of the best like vocalists in oh. Christian music, oh, right? Yes, of course. for sure. Yeah, like he can riff and stuff and uh-huh. sing. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He performs. Yeah, fantastic. I saw him at Winter Jam, and it was amazing. Yeah, and so he's on Good Morning America the other day, which was really cool. And uh, so we have a little bit of audio. There wasn't a lot posted after this. I just assumed it was me all over YouTube and stuff like that. So this is somebody that like took a video of the TV set. But I just want you to listen to him just live, killing it. Like, you see all these shows, like these bands that come on uh, Good Morning America, like all these K-pop bands that track everything and it's like oh they sound just like the album yeah because they're not singing like they're <laughs> yeah. not they're just lip syncing this guy is killing it and, and dancing at the same time yes. and doesn't sound out of breath no uh-uh. <laughs> I, I walk upstairs and i'm winded like he's just owning it man and so it was really cool to see him on good morning america and representing his faith there really well and then uh you know the people there being moved by him because that's the thing man when you want to have influence on people be excellent at what you do because that, like, even if they don't have faith, they can see this and go, wow, we're called to be excellent at what we do. And they go, man, that guy's really good. And mm-hmm. it then makes them go, oh, let's see a little bit more about him. Oh, he's a Christian. That's kind of crazy. What about this? And he's like such an unashamed Christian, you know, and, I, and I, I just love the guy. And so, again, it's a real good reminder. It doesn't matter what you do for a living. Be the best at it, because that's a way that you can have influence on people, just like Torin Wells did on Good Morning America. Well, the podcast is over, but there's still the aftercast. It's new stuff you didn't hear in the podcast. Be sure to rate us on iTunes, as well as connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Just search Wally Show. And if you'd like to join our Facebook group made exclusively for you potties, the link is in the description of this podcast. Thanks to Colorado Christian University Online and United Faith Mortgage for supporting what we do.